Hello and welcome to episode 43, season 3, episode 14 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me Mr P. I'm the other Mr P. I hope you are doing well guys, we are back with a new episode, um, obviously, as we were recording. Um, so, have you been strong Adam? Strong start. Strong start there, we're back with another episode, obviously, because you're listening to it. Uh, so, how are we doing Adam? Yeah. How's your, your week been? Yeah, we're alright, alright. Come uh, down from cloud nine of the weekend. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? You know, it's always, it's like a different life. It's like, you know, I said to someone the other day, I'm like Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, during the week working at school, I'm like Bruce Wayne, honest. Just day to day doing my biz. And then, you know, the dark night comes out of the weekend and sells out. I was going to say stadiums then, we're not there yet, but, you know what I mean? Does like, um, yeah, it's, it's just mad, isn't it? I mean, I, I love every minute of doing the live shows, I have to admit, and, and Saturday was... It was a cracker. It was, it was, it was fun, yeah. the, the biggest show we've done so far. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think it was well over 200 and... Was it 200 220, two, something like that, yeah. Um, in Scunthorpe. So I just want to start by saying a massive, massive thank you to everyone that came to the show, made the effort, and uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Tell you what else as well, something I didn't mention to you is... You like going from show to show, so that was our fifth show, wasn't it? We did Manchester, first ever one. Yeah. Then Newport, then yeah. Newcastle, then London. Yeah. And then obviously we went to Scunny. You, you know, you know that you're getting better and better. Do you know how I know? Go on. The quality of the chairs they put on the stage. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How nice were them chairs? They were nice. They were so good. They were nice. In fact, the whole stage is because this is the first show that we've done. Um, that has been organised by the theatre. So all the previous shows that we've done have been organised by ourselves where we've contacted the venue and we've had to run the tickets ourselves. And the first show that we ever did, we had to run the bar as well. So that was just... um, yeah, we ran out for a second, didn't we? The, the, uh, the chairs in that first show. <laughs> I mean, they were like assembly chairs. No one wants to sit on them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so um, we've, got, we've got headway talent backing us now who have organised these upcoming shows that we're doing for the tour. Uh, and I don't know if you saw the picture on Instagram, but like the whole stage set up oh, was, was just yeah, the, the lights in the background. Oh, it was just, it was just brilliant. And just, and just getting there. I mean, it was, it was stri- strictly business on Saturday, wasn't it? Like some of the others, Newcastle and London, we, we, we sort of spent the night there and then afterwards. And Manchester. And Manchester, to be fair. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, it, well, like you said, yeah, it's, it was, it was a professional job, wasn't it? It was like, uh, we drove, well, Big Mike drove us down and then, uh, and we just did the show, then came straight back, didn't we? Yeah. No, we obviously had a few drinks. I had my bottle of Jamos, and if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, Jam Jameson, we're still looking for sponsors. Yeah, I got sponsors for some upcoming episodes. Um, but yeah, with all the other ones that are coming out, uh, we'd we'd love you to get your tickets. So uh, just just this, well, just today, the uh, Norwich show, the tickets are now on sale. So I'm just going to go through all the shows that we've got coming up. Um, the only sort of frustrating thing is that, like, there's a, there's a bit of a wait now before the next one. Yeah. So the next one that we're going to be doing is on Saturday the 30th of May at the Black Box Theatre in Belfast. So um, get your tickets for that one. 
I know there's quite a few of us travelling over, so yeah, why not make the weekend of it? Belfast is a cracking place, cracking night out as well. So we're just really looking forward to the crack, aren't we? Yeah, just doing the show and then... Smash Belfast. <laughs> yeah, so looking forward to that. So if you are teaching over in Northern Ireland, get your tickets for that one. Then we're 6th of June, Saturday the 6th of June, at the Y Theatre in Leicester. So again, um, I've quite a few messages from people getting tickets for that. Uh, the show on the Saturday the 13th of June at the Discovery Centre in Winchester is a sellout you can no longer get tickets for that one it's sold out unlucky but you'll uh, you'll have to get tickets for the others so Saturday the 20th of June at the Comedia 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 I can't even say the venue properly but Brighton um, and that's going to be an early afternoon show so I think that one starts at like four so again and what have you found out about is it Night of the Joshua fight yes Anthony Joshua's fighting yeah then Saturday the 4th of July we're at the wardrobe in Leeds and then Saturday the 11th 11th of July we're at the Playhouse Theatre in Norwich so those uh, tickets are all available from the website to that's a number two Mr P's podcast so mrpspodcast.com please do get your tickets give us as much support as you can with it um, because fingers crossed it'll lead to even more shows in more venues um, so yeah so really looking forward to those those shows and the feedback was just immense wasn't it we just, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, it's just quality to hear isn't it and uh, yeah I, I mean like I said it's just it's, it's crazy I can't believe that people you know like the podcast that much that they'd want to come and see it, but I, you know, I'd, I'd like to give us a little bit of credit as well. I think, <laughs> I think, I think we deliver a hell of a show. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, we, I mean, I think because we've done it a few times now and we've kept the sort of structure the same, um, it does get better as, 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 as we go along. Yeah, so but it's, it becomes it's just, more it's polished, basically, doesn't it? it is what it is, isn't it? It, it? It's a live podcast show and that's basically what we do. The only difference is, I wear jeans <laughs> instead of your sweatpants. <laughs> instead of my joggers or shorts or nothing. It is mad, isn't it? Because uh, you know, I've had a few people sort of talking about how do you, how do you organise a podcast? How do you fit it in? And and it's just literally, you text me today. I'll be round at half eight. Yeah, I've just come straight back from taking the kids to football, having to do the football training, which is an absolute nightmare, by the way. Oh my god! You know, like at least in school you can sort of keep them in at break if they mess about can't do that at football like these oh, kids yeah, yeah. they just mess about and you can't do anything um, I tried the old during it's your own time you're wasting during and in training and I did you know I had one of the kids off a couple of two foots yeah I, I, I had to step in tonight just stood at the back there and I just had one, the kid who just messes about the most just in my pocket just in my pocket. I'm surprised he didn't Still say there, it. I think. Surprised he didn't say it. <laughs> they're eight, they're eight. But anyway... Um, well done, Lee. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've literally just come back. Um, we've spent five minutes just getting all the features ready, and then we're away. So the fact that we've been able to just take that idea of sitting around my computer here, talking about everything about school, to a point where we're now getting hundreds of people to come and watch on a Saturday, it's absolutely crazy it's mint though it is it's, it's amazing it's and, and it only happens because of you guys supporting and listening to the <laughs> podcast <laughs> the way you said that then I thought you were going to say it only happens because of you I was going to be like oh nice one man no, no the people yeah, listening to it so yeah I know it sounds a little bit soppy but we are so so grateful and thankful because it's just uh, such an amazing experience to do and I just love knowing that it has 
uh, such an impact with people and you know the amount of messages that we received in fact i'll try and find uh the message that we got as i was driving home on um you know the one that i put uh i put in the family group yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were driving home when i got this message and i put it in the family group with like mum dad and all that and then because obviously we've got the other brother yeah Ryan who, I don't know why I'm saying that to you like you I don't know, know yeah. you've got we another have, brother we have always had him <laughs> so <laughs> obviously his thing is rugby so he's he's playing still at a decent level at rugby uh, a lot higher than either of us have ever played so obviously uh, as well as sending this message <laughs> you were going to post the fact that his rugby scored because he got beat didn't he, <laughs> he did. um, anyway right here we go so Hi, I hope you find this message well. I just wanted to say that tonight I attended your event at Scunthorpe Plowright Theatre and I thoroughly enjoyed it. You were both so relatable and it was so good to be able to joke about some of the things teachers are actually expected to do. On a more personal level, I also wanted to thank you for making me laugh so much. I'm going through a really tough time with anxiety and depression and when you spoke about uh, teachers struggling with things, I could really relate with that as I've been there too. Tonight you allowed me to forget all of that and I can honestly say I haven't genuinely laughed so hard for a long time. Thank you for all your hard work. Um, your passion shines through what you do. It is just amazing. I wish you every success as you continue your adventure and I hope I get to see you again soon in another show. Keep doing what you're doing. You are both just brilliant and you really make a difference. And that just made it all worthwhile. P.S. You're really handsome. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So, uh, yeah, so to have that sort of feedback, honestly, it's just amazing. And um, there was a couple of schools where the whole staff had come. There was one school where the head teacher had just bought everyone tickets. Yeah, it said if the you whole, want to go. If you want to go, that's unreal. name on the staff room board and got them all tickets. She's just so. trying to dodge a diabolical, isn't she? <laughs> She's dodging a diabolical bullet. Oh, just yeah. like, tell you what, you all want tickets, just don't nominate me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just absolutely doing an absolute Tina turnaround. Here we go. Right, this is where I'm going to start about my week. So obviously we did this show, and I've been, I've been crazy tired, like crazy tired. Both kids have been a little bit poorly. I was poorly the weekend before the show. Um, we took... Have you been uh, to the doctors? Nah. Coronavirus? Nah, nah. Don't talk that. You sound like year sixes. But like... Why are you getting that? Oh, it's, it's everywhere. It's just everywhere, it's everywhere. It? you got coronavirus. Yeah. No, we aren't there. You know what I mean? I can't. No, we aren't. Yeah. But then, you know, then we took, uh, you know, a couple of me and the staff took 20 year sixes to Old Trafford for the footy game yeah, last Thursday. Yeah. So that was like a 17 hour day. Don't get me wrong, amazing night, memories the kids made forever, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, especially the result. So, yeah, great result. <laughs> yeah, screw the kids' memories, what a result. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, the kids absolutely loved it. They were really, you know, uh, thankful for that. And then, you know, so then we do the show, and the show's amazing, and then I come home, and then Max gets up at 5 a.m., so I Monday morning I woke up and I was absolutely cream crackered. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Right? And then this thing happened in the car that's never happened before. I completely freaked out of the wheel. And I'm talking like I had a real freak out. Go on. Right, so you know like you're driving a kid around in a car, especially a baby, and you've got the their, their car, baby car seat is, is in the back of the car, right, behind the driver. So you can't see them. So you put a mirror on the headrest of the seat behind the driver. So you look in your mirror. What's yeah. that mirror called? In the middle of your, your rear view mirror. Is that what it's called? The rear view. Right, the rear view mirror. And then you look in that <laughs> and then you see the reflection of the other mirror 
that would show the baby's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The I've mirror, just been doing this. I've just been doing it like light and shadows, reflection. The mirror anyway, been, go on. The mirror had been tampered with. Right. So as I'm driving, I hear something and it was just like... And I think it was one of Isla's like, toys or something had gone off in the back of the car. So I just... I was driving on my own at this point, right? right? Driving to work on Monday morning. I looked in the mirror and I went... Ah! Right? <laughs> no joke. And I swear to God, I thought there was someone sat in the back of my car. Right. Right? But it was the back of my head in that mirror. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I swear to God. Well, someone's moved the mirror so it now reflects the back of yeah. your head. So I went... <laughs> and I looked, and then I realised, oh god, it's just my meathead, right? And I looked, so I was, I was, I was like stopped at the time. I looked, and this guy, you know, you know, you know, yeah. turned, and this guy was just looking in with a smile on his face, and I was just like, oh my god, like I, I was, I was genuinely losing it at yeah. the time. Oh wow! But funny things just seem to be happening. I keep noting them down because they're just great pod material. Um, so, <laughs> last night, we took Isla bowling, right? Yeah. Um, because we went to take her on the weekend, but it was booked up. And, you know, you feel like an absolute... You feel like the worst person in the world, don't you? You take them yeah, to yeah, bowling. Yeah. So we get a lane, and they go, not until half two. Well, you're not kick off at two, so <laughs> unlucky. So so I was like... So I said, uh, I said to Isla, I said, love you, Isla. She didn't say anything, right? <laughs> and then I said... I love you 3000 classic Avengers, yeah, yeah? Yeah. So then she said, I love you 3000 mummy. Right? <laughs> and there we are. Boom. No in shade. So then I went, oh, right. And she went, I like you a week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I was absolutely devoured. Um, but yeah, just, just, just times, isn't it? Just times. Yeah. So the coronavirus is, uh, is, that where is you're making starting? yeah well it's making the headlines isn't it it's uh, everywhere isn't it well, this, it could, not it yet. could <laughs> it, well no but just <laughs> yeah but just everything so the government have obviously come out with all the guidelines do you know what it said about schools uh, about washing the hands every twenty uh... there we go no I have read it <laughs> you've not. No, I've someone's not told it. you. No, no, no you've you got to wa- wash your hands, and you've got to wash it six times a day, innit? Well, no, you just well, I don't know, but you wash it for as long as it takes to sing "Happy Birthday" twice. Well, how long? Does it, well, it depends how you sing it. Well, I thought this because you can sing it quickly. Yeah, happy or you birthday to like, you. You can do the Stevie happy Wonder birthday. version. <laughs> happy birthday to you. That's like three minutes twenty. You have them like old wrinkly hands. <laughs> Yeah. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! If I saw the kid at the sink at school, it's going happy birthday. You get back into class. You've been three minutes twenty nine. They've been the Stevie Wonder head head sort of. Uh, Next time you see me, I'll just be like, I just can't <laughs> to say. Well, you know, yeah. doing all CD, sir. Uh, it's funny though because what what the government have said is to to battle it. If teachers do get it, then what schools are going to need to do is increase class oh, sizes yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah which is going to obviously stop the spread but um i was saying like it just teachers just need to use it to to advantage i think <laughs> advantage <laughs> you know but use it to your advantage so why have a staff meeting 
that's obviously high risk, isn't it? Yeah, Getting the whole staff risk. in the same close proximity in the same room only takes one person to cough. Feeding ground this for is viruses. This is so thing. my advice is cancel all staff meetings. There's one tip. I'm trying to think of how to turn this coronavirus well, I, into helping us. I could do with just, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, the more it's spoken about, the more I'm kind of like, whoa, right. But like, how, like, when's it going to get sorted? Because I've got, I'm, I don't going know. To, I'm going to, they say, I'm um, going to Amsterdam in like June. Yeah, but and it could affect, it, the, the, the worst case scenario, scenario is that it, it cancels everything, cancels the Euros, cancels the Olympics, will cancel our tour. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it doesn't, but, I mean, it absolutely. If schools start closing, like, um, what will the Winchestonians do? I don't know. Will the tickets are booked up. I know. No refunds. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, <laughs> nothing to do with us. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was speaking to a teacher today because um, we've booked the training out in Dubai, and I was just messaging, saying, you know, how's it going? Word spreading, all that sort of stuff. They've got a text today to say that every school in Dubai is closed for four weeks. So yeah. every school's closed for four weeks while they all get deep cleaned. But there's no case of it in Dubai yet. But they're still just closed. Go? That's not till October. Ah, you're sweet. It'll get yeah. sorted. There's well brainy people around who'll just think of a cure. <laughs> not us. Nah, we were. But anyway, back to how we can make it work for us teachers, right? So staff meetings, there's one. Uh, don't mark a book. Hmm. Feeding grounds. I've heard there's more bacteria on your keyboard than there is on your toilet, right? So just think what it's like on an exercise book. You see a child sneeze on an exercise book, that's it, you can't go near it. Quarantine the books, seats. don't mark them. Talking about toilet seats, your toilet seat is rubbish here, you know. I don't care. Well, I'm just saying I went, I went for a quick little Jimmy Riddle before the app. Yeah. And you lift it, don't you, to be well-mannered. And as, yeah. you, as you're in the middle of your business, it, it flops down. The, 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 toilet seat, the toilet seat. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, mate, it's got nothing to do with the so, toilet seat, don't pal. Don't edit it. Don't yeah. edit it. I don't know what to do. It just keeps flopping down. Um, well, I told you about that, didn't that, when I was being sick that time? What, and, and it bounced back? And it bounced back and I nutted the toilet seat, the rim. And well, then I can't believe it's still face. there. I don't understand. Oh, it's you just, know. just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, we sort it out, man. We sort your aim out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you took your A out I was just like I didn't go for a new uh, so what else what else just start doing you know enough fake news around every uh, I heard I heard that every um, known case of the coronavirus in England happened to be an Ofsted inspector so there you go there's uh, another you heard it, it fake, first. fake news why not it, well that's just harsh you get the call you'd be like sorry Coronavirus, you can't come. Uh, Have it, you been quarantined? It will affect. It will affect like things like that, though, wouldn't it? Hopefully. Right, here's, I want to. I want to. I want to. People listening to this will have heard nothing but coronavirus on their radios, on their TVs. Yeah, yeah. So I need. I think we need to completely step away. At the end of the day, everyone do what you're supposed to do. Take care of yourselves and each other. But here's a fun fact for you. Right. Um, here's some of that I found out the other day. That I never knew, and I I will be shocked if you knew it, right? Okay. This is an unbelievable fact. All right, Adam's fact of the episode. <laughs> there's, there's fact a... of the episode. Oh, <laughs> is everyone thinking the same as me? <laughs> new jingle. Right. Right. You ready? Yeah. 
crisps all have an expiry date that's a Saturday. Alright, I never knew that. How weird's that? It was random. Uh, Girl from work was like, I bet the expiry date on them crisps you're eating uh, is a Saturday. And I was like, weird. Yeah. And I looked and I was like, yeah, it is. She was like, every crisp is a Saturday. (laughs) And I was like, that's rubbish. Every single crisp I've seen from that point is a Saturday, but different Saturdays, obviously. Obviously, yeah. So, yeah. So, can anyone shed light? Do we know why? Well, I'd love people to find out. Maybe they were all made on a Saturday, which is why they only fill them halfway. Ooh, it's like, like part-time it. work. Part-time joke shops. <laughs> part-time joke shops, yeah. I like it, Royston. Um, so, a bit of an O. Uh, we've not got... Have we got something for O? Do I need to play the jingle? But the, the O that I've seen this week... <laughs> Don't ask for the question, do you need to play the jingle? Of course you need to play the jingle. All right, here we People go. People are tuning in. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Okay, so, um, linked to the coronavirus The headline, and this is straight off CBS News Survey finds 38% of... Sorry, let me start that again. (laughs) Survey finds 38% of beer-drinking Americans say they won't order a Corona. Apparently, it's killed the Corona business, like the beer. Um, 38% are saying they're not going to touch it because of the coronavirus. Um, Where do you start with that? It has absolutely nothing to do with... The beer... I don't know where it's got its name from. That's like everyone stopping eating, like, chicken and stuff when it was bird flu. Exactly, yeah. That was a good example for Well, it was a good example. You are shocked, aren't you? I'm shocked because I thought it was going to be funny, but that was just actually a really nice example, yeah. Like people not using their feet and hands when it was (laughs) foot and mouth. (laughs) Why hands? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, your hand, foot and mouth. No, it was just foot and mouth. Just foot... That was a weird one, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so we'd like to take this moment... Just to stand by the Corona beer. Yeah, it's I'm a lovely it. beer. It is a it's nice a, It's a nice I'm beer. I'm not refreshing a beer. But it is a good beer. Oh, there's nothing better than... Because it's going to be soon. We're going to be out in the garden, cracking open the uh, barbecue. The face masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sticking on the barbecue. And there's nothing better after a day at school. Just sitting in the garden while the sun is shining. With a nice, cool Corona beer. Drinking ten Coronas and passing out. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I stand by Corona, the beer. I had one the night I sent you a picture yeah, yeah. of the night when I yeah. went bowling. Because that's what stuff. Corona need to do now. If they're thinking digital marketing, is they just need everyone to start tweeting, hashtag I stand by I get Corona what beer. you're right now. We're looking for sponsors soon, and Corona could be just in saying, need. Just saying, two Mr P's. And a corona. I like it. Talking about the uh, O jingle that you just played before. Yeah. Um, I spoke to someone at school, right? And this is Sue from school. Yeah. Uh, different Sue. All right. Yeah, yeah. Different Sue. There's plenty of Sues in our school. And uh, this this Sue, uh, whose son, and I'll give a shout out to the son, Jack, who is going to Bangkok for like World Thai Boxing Championships. He's really? Very, very talented. Yeah, he's been smashing it. Won a tournament in, ooh, I don't want to get this wrong, Lithuania maybe, I might be wrong. Right. But he's been smashing it, so well done to him. But anyway, yeah, so I speak to Sue, she started listening and she enjoys the pod. 
And uh, she said, do you know what my favourite bit is? I said, what? You know, get it. What? Yeah. <laughs> she went, the jingles. I said, oh, is it? <laughs> oh, is that your favourite bit? Yeah. And she went, yeah, because it's like, you think you sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> I went, uh, you know, I was smiling, and then she, well, started, then she started saying that. When it. someone tries to tell you, pay you a compliment, yeah. but actually I mean, ripped you, rip you to shreds. You are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? I suddenly went, hello. And I went, what do you mean? She went, you know, like, you know, you clearly, like, put in loads of effort in, and it just sounds terrible. <laughs> I was like, God loves a trier. Bloody hell, Sydney. Glad you're a listener. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it yeah. too. <laughs> uh, right, so I've got a listener story. I'll tell you what, quite... if she said that about me, what did she think of strange things? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, do you know, I told you last week we went to see Back to the Future musical, yeah, yeah. yeah at the Opera House in Manchester. It, brilliant, I absolutely love If you're a fan of the film, you'll absolutely love the stage show. But it obviously starts off with the band playing. Du, 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 du. And, and all that came in my head was... The things kids today yeah. wouldn't have a clue that's another about. Shocking, that's another shocking <laughs> that, jingle. Man. That's one of the worst. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. Um, I've got some cracking listener stories. Oh, we like a listener um, story. So I'll, I'll read these two and then I've got a confessions as well. Uh, as always, guys, we want to hear your stories. Everything is anonymous. Just go to the website, twomrpspodcast.com. Um, you can share your stories there it can be anything just funny things that have happened in school uh, I know that you've done or you've seen and of course you can join the Facebook group because people just uh, drop in some abs in fact I've got to start with that one on the Facebook group actually the um <laughs> research project about oh, ancient Greece. Get it It's on. absolutely cracking so let me just oh here it is so uh, Faye shout out to Faye we started our new history topic on ancient Greece yesterday. This morning, one of my boys came running in with some research he'd done at home. The question, what is the message? Uh, so what, what food can you make in Greece? You can do oil or grease cool and solidify. What is the message of Greece? In 1959, America was about to grow up sexually and into full sexual adulthood in the 70s, Rocky Horror. Too many people believe that the message of Greece is that to win a man you love, you have to be a slut. <laughs> so... <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Nothing to do with ancient Greece. <laughs> but obviously some sort of uh, weird website going on about the film. Oh, uh, brilliant. So brilliant. Some of the stuff that people share just uh, just brighten up my day. I, so. I do. I love the group. I love how fast it's growing. Yeah. Over 2,000 members now. And just keep on flooding it with stuff. I mean, obviously... What about... What about... <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Get that, get that mentioned. <laughs> Go on, I'll leave it to you. Because uh, this so made your weekend, When it? was it? So it was, yeah, it was Saturday, <laughs> right in the middle of Saturday. So I was getting ready to leave for the uh, Scunny show. And then um, Caroline, and Caroline, <laughs> <laughs> I have absolute nothing but respect for this. Uh, I, I was watching that. The Last Leg. Is it me or does Mr. P look a lot like Alex Brooker? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was when I saw that right, I was sat on my sod and I burst out laughing your, your gif in the comments is funny 
Um, I, I, I don't see it myself. Yeah, <laughs> you, to be as polite you, as were, you would. Don't not, quite see you myself. Were not happy. Yeah, mum's gone in as well. Absolutely nothing remotely alike. Remotely alike. Yeah, what's mum doing there? Lee's mum. I would know. Honestly, she, she's, she's, she's just, heading she, for a ban. She's just logged out of what kitchen utensil am I? <laughs> well done, Christine. You're a ladle. <laughs> yeah. To like, oh yeah. Uh, we'll get a bit of that going. What's the mem- What's the little symbol next to her name there, Mum? Has she got a special sort of? Anyway, she carries on like that. That, that sort of that sort of uh, etiquette is not welcome in the group from Mum. <laughs> so get a verbal warning. Um, but anyway, where were we? All right, I'm now reporting for spam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point, you know. I don't want to go back to the corona, but I heard some. I heard. I read a story about some guys, but like, I don't know how many. But he's brought, he's bought like 120, it's like 120 of kilos of spam for survival. <laughs> I'm thinking that's just Dad's Tuesday. Here it is. Survivalist. <laughs> Survival. There we go. 192 tins of spam. 18 months worth of supplies. 18 months. 192 tins. That last night, 192 days. That's <laughs> That's just Dad's Tuesday. Oh, God. Oh, anyway, Dad was dry on Saturday, wasn't he? He was. He was very dry. Compared to London. Every, came... no, but every live show before that, apart from Newport, obviously. Yeah, because he was driving he's, there. He's been absolutely smashed, hasn't he? Yeah. But he's, he's on a bit of every minute of it, yeah, he's on a real yeah, and fair play to him, but God he was dry we may need to look for a, <laughs> may need to look for a bit more of a personality driven driver. Right, here we Get go. Caroline there as she keeps coming out <laughs> with absolute corkers like that. I wanna see who she thinks you look like. Oh god, I, I would hate it. Is it just me or does Adam look like Mick Hacknell? <laughs> it might just be you, Caroline. <laughs> Right, um, right. so what, oh, what an O, here we go. So, my biggest O, about seven years ago... Is she he, admitting this, that this is her all-time biggest? It is, well, yeah. But I think she pulls it back by then. About seven years ago, in a year two class, it was a Friday before Mother's Day. During the week, we had made beautiful Mother's Day cards that the pupils and myself were really proud of. It was a particular busy end to the Friday. Golden time, show and tell, notes to hand out, homework to explain, prayers in brackets, Catholic school, and messages for the forthcoming week. The pupils happily skipped out the door, and I was pleased to have made it another week to another weekend. To my horror, I looked up to the washing line in my classroom, and all the Mother's Day cards were hanging up. I'd forgotten to hand them out. Imagine. All been there, letters and stuff at the end of no, the day. No, but this is the Friday, Mother's Day's on the Sunday. You spent all week making the cards, and then you forgot, yeah, forgotten to hand them out. Being a mum myself, I was devastated and thought on my feet to quickly rectify the situation. I managed to catch the attention of about five children walking out of the gates. Only 25 children to find. <laughs> so I went to the office. The secretary printed me a class list with addresses and with a good friend, TA, we drove to every child's house and delivered the 25 cards. It was a big O, but I think I redeemed myself. Love the pod. Keep up the great work. My Fair play. Me. Do you know what I mean? Like, not many teachers do that. Go to those lengths. Do you know what, though? I disagree. I think a lot of teachers would. Mm. I know a few wouldn't. Yeah. There's no way Cotton John's <laughs> doing that. If Cotton John <laughs> made made all of them cards and he forgot to be like, 
Ah, oh, where's the recycling? <laughs> Where is the recycling? Uh, the green filing cabinet. Yeah. Um, um, right, here we go. This one's a cracker. Oh. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Loving the podcast. Thank you. Right, so that grabs my attention every time. Yeah, we're a fan already. <laughs> yeah. I'm a new listener this year and had to share my biggest O. This unfortunate event happened months ago, but I still cringe about it on a weekly basis. Ooh, right. Good start. She's, she's she really knows how to write this one. Sorry it's a bit long, but hopefully worth the read. I was having dinner and drinks with some colleagues, and we were joking around with that popular app that was viral at the time, FaceApp. We took photos of each other and used the app to alter the photos, age, slash gender, etc. Cue lots of laughter and wholesome fun. Several glasses of wine later, I went home, and the FaceApp pics continued to be shared in our WhatsApp group. I decided it would be a good idea to download our head teacher's photo off the school website and put it through the app. In this instance, the gender swap. <laughs> right, so, oh. Turning the, a male head teacher into yeah. what, what it looked like female. Sometimes these results come out looking like a real person, but this was not one of those times. This was definitely an older gentleman in a wig and a bad makeup job. It looked so funny. I shared it with the group, had a giggle and went to bed. The next week in school, I was in the head's office, talking about some possible new furniture for my classroom. Forgetting everything, I took, up, took out my phone to show him some samples I'd found online when the face app image, image <laughs> inexplicably, inexplicably uh, flashed up on my screen. Sure, it's a background. <laughs> no, I get on well with my head. He's a nice guy, but can sometimes be unpredictable and definitely does not like to be perceived as the butt of the joke. Luckily, however, he isn't the best with technology, but this picture was so obvious I was petrified. He looked at me and said, What's that? In absolute panic, I said the first thing that came into my mind. It was so stupid. I can't believe I said it. Oh, um, it's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> My head is now looking at me incredibly concerned. Your dad? Now realising my head thinks my dad is some amateur drag queen, I mumbled, um, yeah, and changed the subject back to furniture. Five excruciating minutes later, with a bright red face, the meeting was over. I stood up and the head reached into the de his desk and handed me a chocolate bar with a sympathetic look on his face, I guess to help me with my family's journey. <laughs> I ran back to my classroom, shut the door and lay on the carpet for 10 minutes to calm down. It's been months and he's never mentioned anything about it. Hopefully I won't have to pretend my daddy's auditioning for RuPaul anytime soon. <laughs> Note to self, hidden albums in future. Love you, Mr. P's XOXO. Oh, oh that's cracking that. That is a great... Just, I can just imagine being under... <laughs> that sort of pressure and then just flirting out like my dad yeah I mean <laughs> to be fair fair play for thinking so quickly but no but it wasn't because you, you just, oh it's my mum because it's obviously a female no no it's my dad yeah oh. but then you'd be thinking like the mum's that person who won Eurovision <laughs> full beard yeah uh, cracking yeah cracking. fair play that was a great start uh, so I've got one more listener story but first before we share that one we need to do the jingle Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession. Okay, so a listener story that is also a confession. Yes! Uh, it's, it's my favourite It's slightly part. different, this one. 
Um, but still pretty pretty funny. So about 10 years ago, while teaching in an inner city primary in the Midlands, I took home about 60 books with the intention of marking them over the weekend. As per, they stayed untouched. My kind of teacher. By me. My cat, however, decided to climb into the bag during the night and do an enormous wee all over the books. Ooh. Panic ensued, obviously. Then I came up with a cunning plan. I took the stinking books back to school on the Monday morning very early, placed them back on the low shelves and added a little water from the tap to re-dampen them. I then explained to the head, a self-confessed cat hater, that over the weekend something had urinated in my classroom and soiled some books. She was horrified and immediately rang the council council pest control who came quickly to rid the school of the rodents. I had to move the class into another room temporarily while the room was deep cleaned, etc. Never fessed up. Oh, my God. Best be anonymous on this one. <whistles> ah, crack it. I love that. I think... I know, Fair but that's when, that's, when, what, that's when, like, a, a lie snowballs in it and you, <laughs> there's no backing out. You can't come clean because then you are a true liar. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, she went whole hug there. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, fair dues. I mean... I'm not a cat fan. I hate cats. I'm just allergic to him, so you're not going to like well, something thing, you're allergic to. Cats set off my eczema, so... Yeah. I, not my eczema, so that's you. Yeah. <laughs> my asthma. Yeah, well, they do both for me and mess my eyes up. I mean, I don't I mind. turn into Hitch. I, I only have to... You know, Hitch, where he has yeah, the allergic yeah, yeah. reaction. I only have to be in a room where a cat's been for it to set off. And I can be like that with some dogs as well. Like the, I know you can be like that with some dogs. That's why you always <laughs> have to take an antihistamine before I come round. <laughs> <laughs> but I... Because um, Claire's adamant on getting the, a dog. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't have one. Like, I don't want to just be... just. Scratching and you turn into that Simpsons show, don't you? Itching, scratching, (laughs) yeah. Um, but she's sort of saying to the kids, like, Well, we could get a dog, but your dad's not letting us. Lily came out the other day and went, Can we just get rid of dad? (laughs) Oh, wow, (laughs) just get rid of dad. I'd rather have a dog than dad. I was like, Wow, probably smell better. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's just have a quick word from this week's sponsor. We are once again really proud to be sponsored by Interm IT and this week we want to let you know about their annual conference happening on Friday the 13th of March um, at the Theobald Estate in Cheshunt. Um, you can book a place where there will be a special guest speaker, none other than me. I'm going to be there doing a keynote, separate workshop on how to raise standards uh, using technology across the curriculum. Cannot wait. Really, really excited. The event is going to be sponsored by Red Store and Ruckus. Um, and there will be other workshops from Microsoft, Google, Senso. The UK Safer Internet Centre will be there as well. It's going to be an absolutely cracking day, absolutely free to attend. So what are you waiting for? Head over to the intermit.co.uk website. Go to the About Us section and there is the booking form there to get yourself booked on i'll see you there friday the 13th of march only a week away cannot wait next is the return of the legend nana maureen i visited her the other day got a quick recording and uh, i sent it to you didn't i yeah, yeah. you'd think that it's up there in it made me laugh in one of it the really best had me, it's, me laughing 
Uh, but we'd love nothing more than for you to send your your shouts in of what you'd love to ask. It can be anything to do with school, anything random, as you will hear with this recording. So enjoy. The other Mr. P here, and I am joined once again by the truly magnificent Nana Maureen. How are you, Nana? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will think we set this up, but I've, I've only just arrived, haven't I? You are. And we've dived straight into it, yeah. so I ask again, how are you doing? Not too bad. <laughs> how, um, since the last time we spoke to you, you've had, um, what have you had done to your eyes? Oh, I had um, the cataract. Cataract done. Oh yeah, and how was that? It was sore, but uh, it's gone a lot better now. That's good. It's... Well, look at me when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse the scanning. <laughs> <laughs> well, your last uh, your last recording uh, went down a tree. A lot. I think a lot of people have been making sausage, lettuce, and tomato sandwiches <laughs> uh, because of your legendary. Uh, Quotes. Um, so this week, um, what I've got to ask you is, yeah. it's a little bit of a little bit of a game. Um, I'm going to give you three celebrity names, yeah. okay? And what you've got to do is you've got to decide which one you're going to snog, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what that means, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did it with Elvis, didn't you? At that oh, night. I did. <laughs> so which one you're going to marry? Oh, my God. Yeah, and then which one you're going to kill. Oh, right. OK. Now, you know, other people play this game where the snog is actually a little bit more than a snog. It's a little bit rude. But I'm not yeah. going to do that because you are my 86-year-old nana. Yeah. And I feel like it would be uncomfortable to talk about SEX with you. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. Do you agree with that? I agree. Right. OK, here we go. You ready? Yeah. So remember, who you're going to kiss, who you're going to marry... Who are you going to kill? Yeah. Right. First three up for Nana Maureen today is Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, I <laughs> Piers Morgan and Chris Evans. Right, so which one of them three are you going to... <laughs> uh... <laughs> which one of them three, if you had to, I've got a gun to your head here, Nana, would you uh, kiss? Oh, my God. Uh, Piers... Piers Morgan? Morgan first, yeah. Okay, and then who would you marry? Um, well, I certainly wouldn't marry at all. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm guessing you're talking about Big Clarkson there. Yeah, so I you're going. Marry. So you're going kissing Piers Morgan, you're yeah. going to marry Chris Evans... Yeah. ..and you're going to kill Jeremy Clarkson? Yeah. Okay, right, you happy with them choices? Yeah. Right, okay. Can't believe you want to play tonsil tennis with Piers Morgan. Oh. <laughs> right, next three. Okay. Do you know who Michael Gove is? Yeah. Right? Michael Gove. <laughs> if you could see the face oh, that Nana Maureen is pulling now. Donald Trump and Boris... Oh. <laughs> and Boris Johnson. Right, so which one there, Nana, are you planting one right on the chops? Oh, dear, oh, dear. 
Oh, no. I, don't, I couldn't do any of them. <laughs> oh, I couldn't. If you had to. If I had to, I'd... Oh. It'd have to be... Um, oh, I don't. <laughs> I feel sick just the thought of it. Just uh, the thought of it. Right, right, well, I'll tell you what, let's make it easy then. Which one would you marry? Oh. Trump, he's got more money. Right, so you'd marry Trump <laughs> for the dollar dollar bills, right? Yeah. Who would you kill, Boris or Gove? Gove. So I you kill like so you're him. murking Gove, and I think all the teachers listening to this will be giving a big cheer in their cars. So that means, Nana, your star prize is a nice bit of smoochy smooch with Mr. Boris Johnson. Oh <laughs> just one minute, let me uh pause this. Very popular, Nana. We had to stop the recording there because yeah, the phone was ringing. Phone. But it was my mum and yeah. all is well. So We've given you two tough ones there. So I'm going to finish with quite a nice one. Go on. Okay? So you've got Tom Hardy. A different sound. Brad Pitt. Oh. And Hugh Jackman. Oh, the three. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So which one there, Nana? Oh, my goodness. What is going on? We are back after you've just had a nice little catch-up with Auntie Jean, Um, didn't you? Yes. So, uh, back to the question in hand. Apologies to the listeners for the constant phone calls, but when you're a famous podcast star like Nana Maureen is, the phone doesn't stop a-ringing, does it? (laughs) 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 So, Tom Hardy, Brad Pitt, Hugh Jackman, who who are you going to kill? Oh, I couldn't kill any of them. If you had to, though. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not actually going to kill them. No, I know. Um, I'd say um, the first one. Uh, Tom, Hardy. Tom Hardy. Really? That's a shock. Yeah. Okay, so then, who are you marrying? Hugh Jackman or Brad Pitt? Hey, Brad Pitt. You're marrying the Pitt. Look at the smile on your face there. You would love it, wouldn't you? So that means that you're going to get a nice little smooch with Hugh Jackman, the greatest showman. Oh, he's lovely. Yeah. Well, I'm sure wherever Hugh Jackman is, if he somehow randomly in a million to one chance listens to this, you just never know in this crazy world we live in. Oh, you never know. So, Nana, last thing. Uh, obviously, you know that we did the show last week in Scunthorpe, the amazing live yes, show. Um, how we did do well, thank you. Uh, how would you convince all the listeners to come to the next live show that we've got planned? We've got quite a few coming up in Belfast, in Leeds, in Norwich. In Brighton, what would you say to them listeners to get them to that show? Well, I'd say by all means try your best to get to see them shows because it lifts you out of the unhappiness what's going on at the moment in the world. Well, I couldn't say it better myself. Do you want to say goodbye to all your dear listeners? Goodbye to you all and keep 
I'm being happy. <laughs> Thank you, Nana. She was on top form yet again. Um, Funny that. Just some of the. Just... I wish you could see. I mean, we'll have to do a live one, won't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Sooner rather than later, because her facial expressions, honestly. I mean, the words Jeremy Clarkson send <laughs> shivers down that her, right. down her eighty-six-year-old. I didn't realise she hated him that much. Oh, does she? Yeah. So quite funny. What made me laugh was when you said the Tom Hardy, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Pitt and just went all three, all three. I know, <laughs> absolute. And then you like if in, if there's any chance that Hugh Jack, you know Hugh Jackman used to be a teacher before he became an actor. You know that, don't you? Um, he was a PE teacher. Does, it, does, his, does his wife teach? I don't know, but he was a teacher. There's a great little clip online where he gets um, he gets interviewed at some red carpet event. Oh, by one of his students. By one of his old yeah, students. Yeah, yeah, and the, and, and the, the reporter doesn't say anything. He just goes, I used to teach you. And it, yeah. That's amazing. I yeah. love you, Chapman, though. But I keep doing that now. Like, I went to Subway the other day and there was a girl that I used to teach in one of my first first. So similar classes. to Jackman then. Yeah, quite, quite similar. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is it's, it's quite an awkward situation because, like, a lot of the time the children are just like, you're right, sir, yeah, or like, hi, Mr. Sir. Pitt, yeah. But then there's the awkward ones where you don't know what to do. How do you, how do you approach it? So I know, I've got to a point now, I'm like, I'm just going to let on to him because I don't come across rude. So I was like, um, you're right, Keris. And she was, uh, uh, she was just dead awkward. And I was like, why? just don't like it. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that. But then she, I was like, you do, you remember me, don't you? And she went, yeah, you're my old teacher, aren't you? Just dead like. That's like, true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll take. Yeah, Footlong like Italian, actually. <laughs> I'll take my steak and cheese. See ya. Yeah. You didn't listen six years ago. I said jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> You've never learned. Some things have never changed. Yeah. When's parents evening at this subway? <laughs> so, um. So yeah, I've just been sent uh, another little story here. Uh, someone's just, while you were doing your business. Preoccupied. Yeah, I've got a story of where a child carefully put their pencil. So I went, go on, we're recording the podcast. One day, whilst in class, bending over a table to help a child, year one, I felt this strange, slow, smooth, cool sensation in my bum, bum crack. <laughs> what? I turned round to find that a lovely child at the table behind had pushed a pencil into my bum crack. <laughs> what were you? What were you wearing? <laughs> my God! What are we? What a weird thing! What's the punishment there? <laughs> Look at this. By the time I stood up, only a centimetre of the top of the pencil was left to see. I couldn't stop laughing as I pulled it out. <laughs> and that, that's it. That's the weirdest story. <laughs> so a butt ate the pencil. <laughs> no, well, she... Obviously, it must be a skirt. I'm going for, obviously, thinking a skirt. And then maybe just a little, you know, you know, sometimes when you bend down a little bit of the old builder's bum shirt. Yeah, yeah. And the child just saw the opportunity. The just, just, just absolutely put it down. Gone for it. My what did you do with that pencil after that? <laughs> what, is it, was, it, was it the nib end that went in first? Because it might be like, you know when you get... Um, it just been sharpened. No, but do you know when you're colouring in in, like, uh, the beryl pens? Yeah. And and a yellow goes too close to the black, and then yeah. it just ruins the yellow? Yeah, yeah. I hope that didn't happen. Well, you, you're delving deep there, brother. <laughs> I don't know, but that's a crazy tale. I know, it is. Right, let's go on to the next feature. It's strange. It's strange. 
Okay, so the strange things that only happen in primary school. Um, and I'm sure everyone's going to be able to relate to this. But it's the fact that children seem to think it's okay to just make up the weirdest sort of excuse when they've hit or hurt someone else. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I put something on my Facebook or on my Instagram where it's, where it's like a picture of a dog. And the dog's sort of like looking as if to say what you're going on about and the tagline was when a pupil says i didn't mean to punch him in the face it was an accident the wind threw my clenched fist towards his nose then i said what's the worst excuse you've heard and some of them are absolute golden so i know it's a swear word written on a child's work he tells me someone told him to write it the someone denies this strongly until a witness confirms that this is the case on hearing this alleged on hearing this, the alleged defender declares, what I meant to say was, don't write offensive word. But my brain but my brain forgot to say the don't part. It's quick. Uh, another one. I had my mouth open and I tripped on the mat. I fell forward and my mouth closed around his arm in response to an allegation of biting. An allegation. Yeah. Um, some of them are brilliant. Right, another one. Not so much an excuse, but it really amused me. Today, a child was seen sucking slash biting the end of a pink pen by another child who then told me, the sucker said I haven't, continued to deny it with... <laughs> <The> sucker. <laughs> more, more, with pink ink all around her lips. <laughs> like, got me what done a after. sucker. <laughs> yeah, so sort of denying it. It was so funny watching her deny it, like a toddler with chocolate around their chops who said they haven't eaten the cake. Sad fact, it was a child of 11. Oh, and last week a child said, so-and-so called me a pervert. And I said, so, and when they admitted it, they said, I said it accidentally. (laughs) I didn't mean to punch them. I was just looking at my hand like this, makes a fist, and they ran into it. (laughs) You always get that one, don't you? Um, A child rushes up and says they were pushed over by another child and points. Up staggers this child's clothes slash hair in disarray and not coat or wet. Mmm, really. Yesterday, a year three child called one of my chil- year two boys a B word. When asked, the child in question said in an innocent voice, the word was just floating around in my head and I, it just needed to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I had one the other day um, yeah. where basically this kid had kicked one child and then pushed another in, like, a simultaneous act. Yeah. So when I got the kid over, he went... I accidentally stood on him. And as I stood on him, I fell over and pushed him by accident. <laughs> I went, well, that's convenient for you, isn't it? It's the fact that they, they say it so convincingly, they think they're going to get away with it. That's it's the strange thing. Like, you never get away with that as an adult, would you? Like, I didn't, I didn't mean to murder him. Like, just, you know, uh, I didn't mean to pinch you. I was just doing baby shark under the table quite hard. <laughs> I mean, some of them are quite imaginative. That was, yeah, that's a good one. You know, uh, <laughs> and then you, I love the kids who are just straight up like, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> just did, punched him. Did, did it. <laughs> They're my favourite. Uh, I love that honesty. Well, yeah, true, true, truth's key, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the worst, the worst, is when you see them do it. Oh, and they still do, and they still deny it. They still deny it. Um, but yeah, that just oh. it always. If you've got a good one, let us know, right? And we'll share it. 
Go on. You've just absolutely reminded me of a beauty. I'm so glad I remembered it. Go on. Thank Sorry. you for watching YouTube <laughs> during my segment. Right, do you know when do you know when you come out with a teacher line and it's like the world stands still because it's such a stunning line. Yeah. And it's a mic drop kind of line. A, a mic drop teacher line. A What's your go to? Mic drop line. teacher line. Um, I've, we've done this before. Oh, yeah. Mine's pathetic. <laughs> right? But So this is what I said the other day, right? It's, I've got a few big pet hates and the children know my pet hates. And they're things like, oh my. You know, Wow. <laughs> You know, you, you know, you've seen them do something and you go, stop talking, wow, I wasn't even talking, do you know what I mean? Right? Do you know who does that? Callum, and it winds me up so it's, much. It, it does, it's a wind- so, listen to this, right? So, lesson's over. Yeah. Um, everyone's sat there, and there'd been a little bit of a silly, silly situation. So, I said to this lad, I said... And, and it was it was just the boys uh, getting ready. The girls were obviously in the other room getting ready. And uh, I said, I'm really unhappy with how you behave there. You'd, no one normally behaves like that for me. And I'm really disappointed. And it's a classic like, I didn't even do anything. And I said, I saw you push him. I saw you. And he went, wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> he went, wow. And I said, well, why don't you get a job at Woucher? <laughs> and then you can have a wow a day. Right? Love that. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I could have just walked out, got in my car, drove home, not even clocked out, and been like, "That's a good day's work." That is a good day's work. Just got home, reclined, <laughs> yeah. put some Today. ice in my drink. Today's been a good day. <laughs> ice in my drink, delivery large. Oh yeah. Uh, the wife comes in. Good day at yeah. work. <laughs> Yes, why, it was. Why are you smoking a cigar inside? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Right, so let's get on to flashback. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! Flashback! Throwback! To Mr. Please and a Mark! Right, here we are, flashback, throwback, The uh, we do it every single episode because we want you to get involved with the poll. Now, if you remember, we made it a Valentine's theme uh, last episode where we had to sort of pick our perfect sort of date. Adam went uh, with a greeting of a single red rose and then it was an activity of bowling followed by KFC while you listen to Boys to Men. I'll make love to you. My gift was <laughs> a mixtape. Uh, followed by a lovely little walk with a picnic and Paolo Nettini. And uh, 53 to 47, another another close one, but I've taken it. I'm wow. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Do you know what? I feel like I've been stood up. I feel like I should be stood here with a rose. Just absolutely devastating. Hello, darkness, man. Funny one, right? I remember when we were younger, right? And this is this is I'm bringing OB back for a story, right? It's not necessarily an O. Yeah. Right. Just before we get into flashback, it's not an O. Believe <laughs> it or not. Story of it. Believe it or not. Being heartbroken. So basically, he, he really fancied this girl, right? And right. she'd basically give him all the. It was right when we were like fourteen. Yeah. And uh, 
we, we we used to play around near her house. Um, she'd come out and play, and then and 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 you know like 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 it used to be, and um, Ob just like plucked up the courage. He just said like, he said like, I think I'm gonna ask Amy out. I think I'm gonna do it. And I was I was giving it in big, mate. Do it. Yeah, you're in. Do it. So he went. <laughs> he went, Amy. Yeah. Uh, we go out with me, and she went, "No." <laughs> but Ob had had picked these flowers from like a neighbor's garden, and he'd stood there and he got absolutely pied in the middle of the street, yeah. like five o'clock at night. So she went home, kind of a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> so then we lay Ob in the middle of the street. And put all the petals of the flowers that he picked on him as he lay there and knocked on for Amy. So she came out and saw him. And he was laying there going, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Oh, that's flashback. funny. Right, so, OB, hey. Well, I wonder what soundtrack was going through his head there. <laughs> um, right, so, as it is World Book Day... This week, we thought we'd make it a World Book Day theme. Uh, had to convince Adam to do this one, because I was like, first of all, could we do... Because I said we should just choose our f- favourite three books from our childhood. And your response? Um, I only had one good book from a childhood. <laughs> no, no. Not you only had one good book. You, you said to me... Can't quite remember. <laughs> I've only ever read one book. And I went, don't be silly. Surely you've read other books. You would have read, been read books at school. No, because I was removed from the classroom <laughs> on Tyrrell's blue chair. Yeah. Oh, for, I, I told you on Saturday, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, went to cross country on Saturday with the kids, right? So um, got the text on the th- Friday afternoon to say that the football was cancelled on Saturday, right? Yeah. Thought, brilliant. Obviously got this live show, means I can get a, a, a lie-in, rest. Go to pick up the kids from school. They come out and they're like, Dad, we're going to do cross-country. I was like, oh, what? You're joking. So, and this is the thing with cross-country as well. By the way, the teachers who give up their Saturdays to go and do and organise a cross-country, absolute heroes. Um, but that's one sport, one school sport I'm not for. I'm not up for you know yeah. not only because you've got to give up your Saturday morning you know if you're staying after school that's one thing but to give up your Saturday morning so my hat and it, but it's just not very entertaining yeah you can't quite get into it because this one that they go to that they, they go to an actual track they start going around the track and then they go off into this park and they don't reappear for like 10 minutes after and then they just come to the finish line yeah, so yeah. it's not even. I remember doing one back in the day. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been a fan. Came nev- Yeah. So um, typical, we get there. Charlie's sort of stood back because I said to Charlie, I was like, mate, he's about to run like a mile. Don't go running around like headless chicken now. Just re- conserve yourself, reserve your energy, ready to go. Harry, on the other hand, just pretty much ran a mile before the race started because he was, yeah. and he came to me, and I'm going, mate, you need to calm down because you're about to run a race and you're about to run for a mile and he just looked at me and went tick <laughs> and legged it but st- standing right in front of me without even realising was Tyrrell Mr Tyrrell Mr Tyrrell so I just sort of said well for recent listeners for new listeners who maybe have not 
been on the two Mr. P's in a podcast day one road. But this is, I, well, they might be there, but I can't imagine that because. Well, Tyrrell was our primary school head teacher. Yeah, if you, if you have, if this is the first episode you're listening to, but I can't imagine many people do that. Because if I ever listen to a podcast, I don't jump. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that woman at the show said that she'd only listened to the most recent one. Oh, right. Yeah. But, yeah, you need to go back to the start and listen to them. Yeah, but they're rusty. No, but, I mean, you, you then oh, yeah, get, you get, the you get, you get the journey. You get the journey and you get the references. Yeah, you wouldn't do that with any anything else, would you? You wouldn't start, like, you wouldn't watch Love is that's Blind. What, that's what you watch that, Love is Blind. That's what worries me, though, about live shows. Is like, I, a part of me wants to go, like, what happened to your donkey, David? And have the crowd to shout back, like, it died! But then, if you only listen to recent apps, it'd be yeah. me going, what happened to your donkey, David? And everyone would just be like, boo. And no, everyone's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Do <laughs> um, Have you watched that Love is Blind on Netflix? Know. Oh, it is mental. It I is the craziest it. show. It's ridiculous. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, you won't just jump into episode nine of that. You've got to go back to the beginning. Listen, anyway... Absolute legend of a man, absolute hero, one of the nicest people you could ever meet yeah. as an adult. But when you were a child, the most intimidating figure. Oh, still, he still would intimidate. And uh, so anyway, just just was chatting chatting away to him for like half an hour, telling him everything. Um, and he just, he remembered me as well. He was like, "Lee, I just think that's amazing." Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you went round and did Elvis. What a loser. Uh, but yeah and I was telling him about the podcast and I was telling him about everything and yeah he was just uh, he was absolutely buzzing with it and um, but he was like who do you do the podcast with Ryan and you're like no no Adam uh, oh <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a miss <laughs> no um, he was actually he was he was proud of the fact that you found your feet in a school was he yeah he was like um, so what's Adam up to nowadays and I said, oh, he asked about me yeah he's a HLTA in a school uh, and he was like alright I said you know he's he's working alongside children who probably had similar struggles like he did back in the day and he was like oh that's just fantastic to hear tell him I was asking about him oh, and, yeah, yeah. I feel guilty about that song now what song you know Mr Tyrrell is a squirrel and he has no nuts <laughs> <laughs> I take it back I take, I take it back uh, anyway, so where were we? Oh, flashback. Yeah, but just just on another note, uh, Charlie and Howie raced in a year five race, even though they're year four, and uh, won team bronze. So Great effort. Uh, I think one of them came twelfth, and one of them came seventeen. Charlie came twelfth. Harry came seventeenth. That's what you get when you reserve energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, right. So we were going to do uh, books, and then we were talking about maybe doing textbooks or world day. World Book Day outfits. Uh, outfits. We're not actually celebrating it tomorrow, by the way. Are you doing it tomorrow? Yeah, we're doing it Are tomorrow. Are you dressing yeah. up as? I'm, um, I don't actually know his name, but he's the, he's the scientist in Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we get, we get given a kind of like... Theme. A, a theme, yeah. So the themes like food. Right, okay. So I'm Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's that time of year where everyone moans about it on Twitter as well. And you get the people who are up for World Book Day, people who aren't. I'm just like, why? Just... You know, if if it's going to cause a fuss in school, if you're at a school where it's going to uh, parent, you don't have to make a big deal about it. It's about celebrating books. How you do that's completely up to you as a school. Um, you know, our school dress up, it's just a bit of fun, but there's no expectation, there's no pressure. You can just go as, uh, you put a white sheet over you and just go as a ghost. Yeah. Um, Casper. But just be careful, It's it looks like a ghost and not like a KKK member. Anyway, so what was saying... 
Right, so we decided on classic three books. Adam's managed to find three books that he has, has read. So it's three books from our childhood that we absolutely loved. Um, and then we'll, we'll... I mean, there's loads that we could do loads, couldn't we? We could do, like, the best books that were made into good films, the best yeah, books that yeah. were made into... Because I'm reading... About, um, I was thinking about movie sequels as yeah, well. Yeah. I was... I'm reading Artemis Fowl with the boys, with the kids at the minute. And uh, that's a cracking little book, and they're making that into a Disney film. Okay. Trailer came out, yeah. Is that so, an owl? No. Artemis Fowl. Is that this really intelligent kid um, who's like a crime lord, even though he's like 12 years old? Oh, is he, is he, is he, he a baddie? Discover, discovering fairies and stuff. Oh, is he not a baddie? Yeah, yeah, he's sort of a baddie. Oh, yeah, I, I think in the film they're going to make... Colin Farrell's in the film. Oh, right. But I thought, because my kids are into films and stuff, I thought, well, we'll read the book now. And then they can watch film. Anyway, right, do, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, and I'm going to start off with an old classic, isn't it? If you don't remember this from your childhood, then were you even a childhood? <laughs> uh, and it's The Hungry Caterpillar. Yeah, classic. I mean... Classic. Still done. Every EYFS classroom does The Hungry yeah, but, Caterpillar. I mean, it teaches you everything. Teaches you absolutely everything. <laughs> teaches you to go large. It does. That's for sure. Indeed, it does. <laughs> And then suddenly you blossom. Yeah. Into a beautiful butterfly. Exactly. But it doesn't it doesn't fly actually translate. And then get airways. <laughs> it doesn't actually translate to um to real life, is it? Because if you eat that amount of food, you're not gonna look like a beautiful butterfly. Well, listen. You're gonna have high blood pressure. Mm, true. That's and what you're gonna have. One diabetes. <laughs> I uh, I went to a party, right? In Scotland. Yeah. Few, uh, few weeks ago like after we recorded that app, and the DJ right the DJ I'm talking he was classic he was the most classic family party disco, uh, disco DJ yeah. you've ever seen right and he was just kind of like before we get started with the actual party we're going to throw some kids anthems out there for all <laughs> you babies right so he hooked out Baby Shark. Oh, so you can imagine all the three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, all on the dance floor, doing all the actions, quality. And he goes, and some more just for you, children. And he just starts banging out the Venga boys. I'm just Isn't like, it? yeah. I was like, mate, these don't know this. Adults started getting up. You know Isn't what it? I mean? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Can you remember the food that the caterpillar eats? Me? Yeah. Because if I remember, I'm trying to remember this. Does, does, he starts off quite healthily. Is it a pear? Yeah, he has a couple of pears. But he starts off healthily, and then as the week progresses, maybe it's just like being a teacher. Yeah. Like you start off healthy on your Monday, Tuesday, lots of fruit, and then by Friday, it's well, chippy, the, chippy lunch. Did your hungry caterpillar have a chippy for <laughs> dinner and then a kebab for tea? No, but he get it. So he starts on. Uh, oh, I've got it up here. So he has the apple on Monday, right. textbook. You always start with an apple. Then he's got two pears. Uh, on a Tuesday three plums on the Wednesday Thursday is going through four strawberries I mean so you know you got to think about the acid on your teeth there Friday is going through five oranges which you know is going to cause I bet the then, hungry caterpillar won his poker hand anyway no but then on he said he had two pair <laughs> then on Saturday is going chocolate cake ice cream cone pickle I mean, why did you mix a pickle in there? Slice of Swiss cheese, salami, lollipop, piece of cherry pie, a sausage, a cupcake, and then finishing off with a watermelon. Man, I must have—I mustn't have read this whole book. <laughs> I well can't remember all that. I remember the apple. 
Got to Monday. Probably just skip through the picks. <laughs> oh, I need to put a fly at the end. Ready! Can I swap my book now? Can I swap uh, my book now? How many times did you get asked that? Can I swap my book now? Like someone picks up a 500 pager a day later, like, swap my book. No way! Yeah. Right, go on. Your um, right, I'm going for a picture book to start, and it's the classic again. Julia Donaldson. You can't get better than the good old Gruffalo. Ah, the gruff, gruff, gruff. Gruffalo, love it, love it, absolutely love it. Mouse just is one uh, cunning little mouse, and he just he just absolutely murks everyone. Uh, just a great, great story of how you can just talk your way out of anything. That's what I learnt in that book. You've not read the Gruffalo, have you? No. <laughs> I will words. I will read it to Isla. Yeah. Like, she likes the Gruffalo, but I haven't, I haven't got the Gruffalo yet. So Right, we need to get it. I will. A mouse took a stroll through the deep dark wood. A fox saw the mouse, and the mouse looked good. Alright. Stop slamming. Where the are you going to? This is off memory this, by the way. Where are you going to, little brown mouse? Come and have tea in my underground house or something like that. Man, don't bore the listeners to sleep. <laughs> no, Gruffalo is an absolute. Oh, it's just it's just top ten classic picture books of all time. Right. Like Julia Donaldson's brilliant, but I don't think you can get better than the Gruffalo. Well, I'm going for my second choice now. This isn't in order because I'm saving my last choice because I've got a funny tale to tell because it's a book we used to do in my last school. Right. So you can imagine a, a special character's making a very rare appearance nowadays. Yeah. But my second book is. Matilda well, and at the, the, end the, of the only day, book you've read at the end of the day it, it has everything and um, you know at, have you seen the stage show? no I haven't you need to see the stage show um, but I have read the book are you <laughs> so sure? I've always wanted to say that are you sure? <laughs> when everyone says that you know when I say like oh I went to see this film at the weekend and someone goes oh I've not seen it but I've read the book and I've been like is there a book? I'm well I'm well out of it but um yeah. Go on, the, what's, um, uh, go on then. What's Matilda's brother's name? What's Matilda's brother's name? Yeah. Uh, what does it begin with? Well, you've got to tell me. Well, what letter? It's a multiple choice. Go on, multiple choice. Uh, you've got... I'll know it if it's multiple choice. Oh, confident. Uh, James Michael Magnus. Michael. Oh, I don't know. I've got to do the whole quiz to find out the answers. But, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Well, find out. Matilda's brother's name. Well, anyway, Matilda is an absolute... It's an absolute must-read. It has everything. Um, And it just makes you... Did you say Michael? Yeah. Yeah, Mickey Wormwood. Boom. It makes you believe... And the dad was Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, anyway, go for it. What's your second choice? Right, well, this one, um, I forgot that I had read it when I was younger. I think a teacher had read it to me. Uh, So we had it as a class book, but I'm going for just the emotional element to it. Charlotte's Web. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte's Web. And I'll tell you what what, um, reminded me, because I do a training day with John Murray, who's brilliant. If you've not come across John's stuff for reading... It's absolutely amazing. And um, he went off on a bit of a tangent talking about Charlotte's Web and then he went through the part of the story that is just the most heartbreaking. And I, it just took me back to... I remember crying the, the day that the teacher read the page to us where it was um, 
Charlotte, said Wilbur, we're all going home today. The fair is almost over. Won't it be wonderful to be back home in the barn cellar again with the sheep and the geese? Aren't you anxious to get home? For a moment, Charlotte said nothing. Then she spoke in a voice so low, Wilbur could hardly hear the words. I will not be going back to the barn, she said. Wilbur leapt to his feet. Not going back, he cried. Charlotte, what are you, gonna, what are you talking about? I'm done for, she replied. In a day or two, I'll be dead. I haven't even strength enough to climb down into the crate. I doubt if I'll have enough silk to spin uh, to get me lower to the ground. Honestly. There'll be people listening to this now. You're looking like you're bored to tears. But I'm telling you, there'll be people listening to this now who'll be welling up at that. And I'll tell you what it is about Charlotte's Web as well. It's stood the test of time. It's still a classic. You can read today to your kids. And then when you get to that big build-up point, because that's the beauty of reading with your kids as a teacher. Um, it's not, a, you know, people talk about the gift of reading. For me, it's not the gift of reading. Every child has the right to be read amazing stories to. And I see it as the best part of a teacher. It's almost like a privilege that you get the opportunity to share. And I'm all for technology, don't get me wrong, but you cannot replace just the beauty of being able to share an amazing story and have that moment as a teacher where you're building up, you're building up, you're building up to the climax and then you just like shut the book and go, and we'll have to wait for tomorrow. Yeah, if that's not the best, one of the best things, and all the t- children are like, <gasps> you East Enderson, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about that, you've, you've, you've segued perfectly to uh, my final book. Yeah. Um, and the final book is a certain Mr. Michael Morpurgo. Oh, and uh, the legend. book is Ken- Kenzuki's Kingdom. Right, right, right. I'm going to stop you there. I know you've said this, but I'm going to stop you there because turns out I've I've called it that, Kenzuki's Kingdom. But it's been made into like a film, an animation, and I'm sure I saw it two years ago. I don't know when it's supposed to have come out, but it turns out it's not Kenzuki's Kingdom. Right, I've got the uh, I've got the the trailer here. I don't know if you heard that, but apparently it's pronounced Kenskis. Well, I'm not interested. It's Kenzuki to me, and it will always be. All right, okay. Anyway, funny story behind... By the way, great book. Oh, it is. It's great cracking. Book. Now, Do you know what it was the first... When I first became a teacher, it was the first book I ever read to a class of children. Well, I did, I did my greatest ever... My one and only display in school was <laughs> Kenzuki's Kingdom. Spent a whole training day on it. It was amazing. Also, we did the Peggy Sue ship, yeah. and we did the waves. You did the Peggy Sue what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, name, the Peggy Sue I, I don't name that. Um, so, the funny story is bringing back a PE teacher, and he isn't, and he isn't just your normal PE teacher. He's yeah. a Geordie PE teacher. Whee. And uh, we used to work in the same class together with um, this female teacher, and when you read Kenzuki's Kingdom, obviously you've got Kenzuki there, who's who's Japanese. Yeah. And when he's speaking English, obviously it's a little bit broken, isn't it? Yeah. And when you read it, if you if you read it normally, yeah, then it it doesn't quite roll right. So when my old teacher I used to work with used to read it, she used to kind of put a little twang on it, nothing like too ridiculous. She'd just yeah. say something like, you know. Um, let me find something that he says here like um, I did know something about war with Japan that's what she'd say it like right? yeah 
She wasn't in. Right. So I said to Jordy PE teacher, you're going to have to do the class read, mate. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, so where you up to? And I said, so, uh, you know, uh, Michael's just um, met Kenzuki and, and blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, right, okay. And I said, right, yeah, but um, Miss usually puts a little bit of a twang on it for Kenzuki. Yeah. He's Japanese. And he was like, no. <laughs> and I was going, we can't do it normally. It doesn't sound right. This is no joke. This is what I read. So I've just found a little extract here. So it says like, uh, chucking my beloved football and da da da. It was some time before he began, but when he did, it was well worth waiting for. Right, so this is now Kenzuki. And he's going, no, I tell you everything, Mika-san. Like I promise, I'm old. I'm old. But it's a long story. I was born in Japan in Nakasaki. Right? Very big town by the sea. I grew up in this town. Very proud person. I look after many mothers. Many babies too. Right? I cried. The kids were crying. And he was he was taking it dead serious. And there was a bit where he's like, Soon I doctor. Dr. Kenzuki Ogawa. Right? You can imagine. I... I couldn't. I, there was an iPad on the teacher's desk, and I, uh, and I smashed a voice note on it. Yeah, smacked a voice recording of him, <laughs> and he's there going, "Oh, make a song, yeah." And I, and I played it for the teacher the next day, and Jordy PE teacher walked in, and we were crying. At him, he's going, "Oh no!" I said, "Delete it, delete it." Uh, but yeah, uh, Kenzuki's classic. Right, I'm going for my last choice, and this is one that's a little bit out there, but I just used to love reading these books um, when I was younger because I felt like uh, I sort of grew grew up with them a little bit. So um, it's the there was a, it was a series of books, but the uh, Adrian Mole books. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were written a little bit before my time, but. Um, I just remember getting the first one, The Secret Diary of Adrian Mole, aged 13 and three quarters. And I must have read it when I was probably about 10, 11. And I just absolutely loved it. Because it just. And then I read all the. Uh, well, quite a few of the others as well. And then. Um, yeah, I just felt like it, I went on the journey with him through his through his growing pains. And it was just very sort of down to earth, uh, very sort of real, like, you know, the fam the family being a bit dysfunctional and all that sort of stuff. I just I just loved it. I absolutely I don't know if anyone else it might just be been me, but Adrian and I think I'm sure they t- turned it into a TV show at one point. Yeah, there was a TV show. But yeah. I never I, n- I never watched a TV show. I just loved the book. Um written as like a little diary and uh what was what was his missus called? That he, he absolutely loved because he had a he had um uh, his his teenage sweetheart. What was she called? Oh, the people screaming at the the radio as they listened to it. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. So you know it well then. But it goes right the way through. Where I didn't read towards the end of it. The, the last couple where um, he, he he becomes a grown adult and it was always it was always like a comment on the society and, and the world at the time as well which was always good so I, I love that one Adrian Mole so that's going in there so let's recap you've got Hungry Caterpillar Matilda Kinsuki's Kingdom or you can go for Gruffalo Charlotte's Web and The Secret Diary of Adrian Mole we'll get the poll up on Facebook um, over the next week or so uh, so just to finish this episode, because he wasn't featured in last episode, and that was the one thing we got messaged the most about, 
someone said it to me today on a course. They were like, I just want to let you know, I absolutely love the podcast. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm talking. Wow. I'm twisting my melons. <laughs> oh, my. So, um, yeah, a teacher said, I just want to let you So we just finished the course, and she sort of left. I just want to let you know, I absolutely love the podcast. Me and my parallel teacher, we just listen to it all the time. And um, what was the story? It's funny said? when they say parallel teacher. Don't it always make you think that they're doing the same movements? <laughs> Yeah, like when they both leave the classroom, they're both doing it at the same time. Well, You're my parallel teacher. When you when you when you used to do it in uh, was it gym or dance where yeah. you have to partner up and, and you have to mirror each other, yeah, mirror each other. Yeah. Where they both writing on the board at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, the story where the kid glued the mask in EYFS, glued oh, yeah. the mask to the face, uh, but they were like, "I was gutted. There was no uh, there was no man kid." So bringing him back because the TA who was working with him the other day, said that they were doing some maths, right? And it was um, a couple of questions where the children had to put, or it was like they had to circle um, the smallest number, right? right? So the worksheet was like, question one, dot. And it'd be like 34, 57, 65. Yeah. You had to circle the smallest number. What did Mankid circle? I'm guessing not the correct answer. He circled the question one. Right. Right. So he started circling. So he just went through and circled one, two, three, four. So the TA turned to him and went, no, that's the the question number. And he's like, what? That's the question number. He's like, nah. (laughs) Nah. Mate, nah. That's the smallest. Because he calls him, mate, that's the smallest number. You're telling me out those four numbers... That is the smallest number. Listen right here. That is the smallest number. It's not a cockney. Oh, yeah? It's man, kid. <laughs> what are you doing? It's getting late. It's getting late. Are but you yeah, John? Yeah. You cockney John, The teacher was that, like, that get, is a small number. Get a rubber and do it again. Doubt it. That's the smallest number. Smallest digit, mate. <laughs> they smallest are number. That's smallest the number. smallest digit. Number. So, uh, yeah, it had us. And then another one where he had to, because uh, what we've started a um, boys' choir in school and he's joined it, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, call. <laughs> kill the cops. Um, sing Hosanna. <laughs> kill the cops. Sing Hosanna. And um, he, to the king of kings. He, he had to draw a picture of the choir and he drew them all with swords. Just <laughs> <laughs> all of them with swords. And then the TA again's like, um, I don't think you have swords in the choir, do you? And he was like, oh, I had to rub it off. So boring. <laughs> Why wow. can't they have swords? They're well boring anyway. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. A little treat from Man Kid, keeping us entertained. And that brings us to the end of another episode, guys. So thank you very, very much for listening. As always, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts if you can get yourself some tickets for the live shows. Remember, the tickets for the Norwich show are now up, available, so you can get them as soon as possible. appreciate all the support as always do get involved sharing your stories and all that sort of thing yeah, sort of stuff um, again massive thank you to everyone who came on Saturday enjoy World Book Day we'll be back in a couple of weeks yeah. anything else to say Adam just uh, plain and simple take care of yourselves and each other there we go right take it easy guys see you soon